What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to do the show. I mean, shoe the dough with Aaron and Danae. Streaming live on Mixler every Tuesday at noon central or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. It's time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. Nice intro. Thank you, Brandon, for the intro. We would love to have you introduce the show. You can go to our website, AaronAndDanae.com, and the script is right there. Just click on the link, and then you can send us your audio. Um, the However whole, it comes on your phone, whatever. The echoing feature was something that Brandon did. Yeah, we stop. don't. I should mention that. We don't edit. Your, what you send us is what we put in the intro. That's right. So that all that whole like reverb thing, that was, that was all Brandon. That wasn't, yeah. That was amazing. Which is so fun. Yeah. Yeah, every cute. time we get one of your guys' intros, we just like giggle and... We love it. Yeah. We love it. So yeah, head to the website, AaronAndDanae.com. Just click uh, there to see the text for the intro if you want something to read off of. And we'd love to play yours uh, as well on the show. Back from Nashville. We've returned. So we triumphant. We didn't take a week off of the podcast. We did have a uh, a new podcast went up last week. But it went straight to the feed. But it went last straight week. to the podcast feed. Mm-hmm. So we didn't mm-hmm. do the live part of the show. But it's good to be kind of back and live with a live audience and having that fun. Any highlights from being in Nashville for the week? Should oh, we talk wow. about our trip? Like we had a really good time. Um, if you don't know already, Aaron and I do a radio show together. So we do a syndicated show, which is broadcast from our own independent studio to stations across the nation and technically mm-hmm. the world, yeah. we can say. Yeah. Because there's one in Canada. That's right. Internationally so. <laughs> syndicated radio show. So sometimes our show airs in the morning time and sometimes it airs, you know, in the afternoons or evenings, just depending on where, where it's at. So we have an opportunity to go to these conferences and meet with the people that we work with, tell other radio stations what we do and how we can hopefully help them have a fun, entertaining show mm-hmm. on their station. And then this year, we actually decided to spend some time while we were in Nashville to go meet with some of the artist labels to tell them about what we do because we want their artists to come and visit the bunker so you guys can hear some really fun interviews with 
yeah this whole you know culture of artists that you know do shows and yeah, it's exciting because we'll be able to connect with them on, you know, connecting you directly to the artists for some of this music and that kind of stuff. So we're excited to kind of pursue those relationships in that way. We try to go out from the bunker a couple times a year to, you know, major conferences. <laughs> we emerge. We emerge. Very pale Like skinned. punks and Phil. <laughs> Every February. Our shadow. How long has it been? <laughs> so it's a lot of fun because we get to be more social and, you know, get all dressed up. This year, I will call it the year of the delicious food because we went to a lot of restaurants. I wondered if you bring that. I think that was one of the highlights for me. Was the food. was was eating at Cinema in uh, in Nashville. S I N Emma E M A. Pronounced like Enema. <laughs> um, I was trying not to do that. I was like, I'll just say. Emma. <laughs> uh, so Cinema is actually a restaurant run by one of the top chef. Which I got so excited contestants, about. Yeah. And he actually cooks the food there. It is the fanciest restaurant I've ever been to easily. I mean, fancy for me is hitting Chick-fil-A. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's when we go fancy. <laughs> that's right? not fancy. Fancy is when we decide to order sausage on our hot and readies. That's wow. like fancy for my family. Yeah. Uh, so we went to Nashville. And thanks to my friend Jeremy, who you may know as Cinema Sins uh, on YouTube, uh, we had a day where we spent together recording stuff, talking, hanging out, world friends. And uh, he took us to the restaurant Cinema, which I think they're doing some like YouTube collaboration stuff with, which could be pretty cool. We kind of got behind the scenes on some sweet YouTube stuff. So it was a lot of fun. I mean, it's fun to experience something different. We go there for industry stuff, so you kind of know what to expect, but Mm -hmm. then to have a couple of unexpected meals. But he was like, order whatever you want, and which is great for me because (laughs) it's all so fancy. I don't know what the tastes are going to be. So like uh, we had octopus, uh, we had the steak there was easily the best steak I've ever had. Oh yeah. It was absolutely incredible. We highly recommend cinema in downtown Nashville. Some sort of, what was that dessert? Like that, that butterscotch dessert thing with the cookie and the, oh. I've lost Aaron. It was so good. He's gone guys. It was so good. (laughs) That was definitely a highlight. Besides just meeting, you know, with people in the industry who yeah. we can all just sort of talk shop and because we're we're in a interesting, you know, like industry in that these stations are obviously playing, you know, music with a message uh, of faith behind it. And we're providing a show for their station. But we also talk about culture and culture shifting. Yeah. And I always love going uh, and, and meeting very normal, real people. Mm-hmm. But we all agree that. You have to be so careful in the Christian industry because you don't right, want to attract right, 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 haters. Right. Yeah, which is hard for me because I'm like, I just want to be myself. I think you that's know? changing though, and I think I that, think we're part I of hope that we're, change. Yeah, we I hope, hope to be part. we're part of that. This change. show is part of that change. You know, because be- Danae because- and I are Christians. If you don't know that, which you might not know that, you may have found us, you know, outside of kind of that Christian bubble that we exist in, in a lot of times. Uh, but we are Christians, and it impacts the way we talk about things, and of course, our beliefs are going to impact how we see things. And those, but we don't speak Christianese every day. Try not to, yeah. I slap you if you do it. <laughs> I'm like you put that down, sister, sister. Oh, uh, I shall edify you. Whoa, dude, that was weird. Um. So yeah. So back I, the edifying train. <laughs> Today is National Compliment Day. They're like switching gears a little bit. That was yeah. actually on our show this morning. Uh, for the morning show that we do in uh, St. Louis, Boost One Hundred One Nine. If you want to listen to the morning show yeah. uh, that airs in the morning, time, there's another piece say. of news we can kind of hint at. 
at this point. <laughs> if you want to listen in the morning. Now, if you want to listen in the evening, we've got some more news for you. Yes. <laughs> but today is National Compliment Day, and we talked about how difficult it is sometimes to receive compliments. Yeah. And that if you think of them as more edifying, that's good. But edify is one of those Christian words that's... We need like National Compliment Day and National Take a Compliment Day to be on the same day. You know, it's take like, a compliment. Yeah. Just take just it. Just say thank you. That's all you got to do. Just it's say thanks. It's difficult to say thank just you. Just say thanks. We today, to... your hair looks great today. Oh, it's ugly. Just say thanks. I need to shave it some more. It's looking <laughs> a little scraggly. That was something that happened at the conference. Let's talk about that for a second. So I have, if you don't know, uh-huh. I have shaved half of my head. Mm-hmm. So I, I do not have hair on, well, I guess when I should say, say half. When you say half, I, I should immediately say people get the idea like, the right half, like all the way from oh, front oh, to oh, back. Right. I no, should no, no, say just like the side, the, the side. left side. The left side of my hair is gone. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, I love it. Um, not everyone loves it. That's fine. But at this conference I went to, you know, it's very conservative. Uh, so when we were meeting, like with the more conservative side, when we were actually at the conference. Right. I had my hair parted on the opposite side so that it covered my. Uh huh. The shaved part on the, the side. The shaved part. Yeah. Which is growing in. So what do you call it? A scruff? I have, yes. I have head scruff. That's weird. I don't want to say that. <laughs> Your five o'clock shadow. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Actually, what would it be? Wouldn't it be like yeah. 10 o'clock shadow? It's like- <laughs> Your five day shadow. <laughs> Wait, did you just do like the hands on the clock? Yeah, I'm like- do you think it's called five o'clock shadow because of where it is on the face? Yeah, it's on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because you shave in the morning and by no. five o'clock in the evening, it's no. grown a little bit. No. For most people. For me, it's like the five day shadow. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Um, I don't know. I don't have face hair. Well, I do have face hair. My that's favorite what... part was you were like, <laughs> when you would find people that were cool with it or whatever, you'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. You'd, can I flash you? Okay. <laughs> Another reason that me being in Christian radio is a good and bad thing. Because I would say that. I'd be like, well, there's a couple of people that I was chatting with uh-huh. and I was I told them that what I had done. And so she's like, oh, I've got to see it. I was like, well, I don't want to show you right here. I'll yeah, show you later. I'll flash you later. So, like, about 10 minutes later, I was like, hey, don't let me forget to flash you. And another girl was standing there going, wait, what? Like, what's going on? And Aaron's like, I can't take her anywhere. I can't take this girl anywhere. Oh, how about your reaction to the giant robot? Oh, Lord. I have a new phobia. You didn't know you were scared. I didn't scared. know I was so scared. So, there was, at the convention floor, there was a giant. I'm, I'm saying 12 feet tall. I'm saying a 12-foot-tall mech. No joke. Where there was a person inside, apparently on stilts, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, that was part of it. Full, weird, right? It was just... A full ugh. robot get-up. Huge. And yeah. not only that, but whenever whatever they would say would be translated into robot speak, you know, kind of thing. But they would just, you know, talk their own language. But, you know, I was just... It was... It was very real and very cool. But to Danae, to not cool. <sighs> I didn't, I did not expect to have, and I had a visceral reaction. I saw it out of the corner of my eye and heard it. And when I looked at it, I had a jolt run through me and right. I had two immediate. I saw it happen. I wanted, my first reaction was to run after it and attack it. Yeah. It was like. Like to drop kick it. I got to save everybody in this room. We were being invaded. Which what's funny is <laughs> like the dude in there has no fighting chance against you like he is he may look like a big tough robot but he is on stilts he has very little balance i know and he's probably scrawny I, to be you, in that thing but this is the weird part and i did not expect to be afraid of this thing 
it's totally irrational, and I understand that. Just like my fear of sharks. That's not irrational. I live in Missouri. It is very irrational. <laughs> I'm in a landlocked state. Our lakes are fake lakes. We create okay, them ourselves. Fair, At the bottom point. of our lake are like old post offices. Fair point. That we have flooded. If you've never been to the ocean, yes, your fear is irrational. Sharks are nowhere near you. Right, right. I should be afraid of recluse spiders and potentially bobcats, maybe maybe deer, you know, like something weird like you that. Mean brown recluse spiders? What did I say? Just recluse, which is, oh, I'm just oh. imagining a spider who never goes out. <laughs> like... But here comes this like mech guy around the corner and I immediately start sweating. Yeah. I was shaking. You had to take your your jacket off, your sport yeah. jacket off. It was bad. It was, and it was legit. I did legit. not expect it. It was legit. You were not playing. I had playing. to avert my eyes because once I really, okay, so here's the worst part is I had to stay in the booth because we were supposed to be, you know, manning the station. Uh-huh. So I'm in this like six by six patch of, you mm-hmm. know, m- like we were in this massive conference. Right. There's people, there's hundreds and hundreds of people everywhere and we're supposed to stay kind of like in our little section. Right, right. So I feel like I have to stay. And this this robot is going around and like wandering this massive, massive thing. And you could hear him talking in the distance. And that that even creeped me out. Hey there, buddy. And then he'd come around. How are you today, fella? He'd come around the corner because where our booth was, was where he exited. And then he would exit back behind the scenes to go change. Where he would go go to, quote unquote, recharge. recharge. Yes. Yeah. So when he would come back around, he would be like kind of like on his way out. Mm -hmm. And uh, whenever he was either within like a few feet of us or whatever, I couldn't look. I had to like avert my eyes and just pretend. It was amazing. And I felt sick. Like I felt physically sick. And I have never experienced that before where I was really terrified. Like, and as a friend, I'm in that weird place where it's like, oh, it might be fun to tease about this. But then I think it was to a level with you where it was like, no, I think I'm just going to let her exist where she exists and try not to push too much versus the VP of the company that we are so that was our show. His uh-huh. name is Paul. Paul catches wind that I'm like just genuinely terrified. And he went opposite direction. He yeah. went, let's tease Danae as much as possible. And I get that. Don't you get that urge? No. Like, I, but if you don't think, like, no, but I know no. you well enough to know it was like real, real. And like, I think he just thought it was just kind of fun, you know, fun, real. He wouldn't have thought it was funny if I would take out my jacket and smeared my armpit sweat in his face. <laughs> this is really happening. I'm having a nervous reaction to this being. Like, how... I can tell this you... Is your, this is your instinctual survival mechanism, <laughs> like that animals have. Smear like some of them in my... spit. No, you just, just smear, smear armpit sweat no, on people. What I meant by that <laughs> is that it's the only, like, physical evidence besides my words that I can give to you that I'm Don't genuinely tease not... tease me. I will smear my <laughs> armpit sweat on you. I should stop while I'm ahead. I should stop. All right, you ready to shoot a doe? <laughs> Are we not already? Let's uh, shoot a doe. Let's shoo this doe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is episode 108. Uh, we are going to do some uh, peruse the news. Actually, maybe 109, uh, because I think last week's was actually 108. Uh, episode 109, we'll do some peruse the news, and we'll do a headline hoarder episode today. Danae's um, been hoarding strange headlines that she wants to bring to the forefront, and so we'll talk about those a little bit later. But first... It's happening again. Things occur across the universe, and Aaron and Danae point them out. These things are news. What they do is they peruse. All together, they peruse the news. What was the? That was the um, the end of the broadcast. Did somebody turn the channel? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> 
that what that was? I hope. I just love at the end. You're like, it's like what? That's not how that goes. I have a problem. All right, I'll kick us off as we look at the headlines in the news today. Big one today. It is Super Tuesday. Which I means, love Super Tuesday. Which means there's a bunch of voting going on. You can supersize everything for free. And the Donald Trump thing has just like taken off. He's yeah. getting denounced by party leaders today, hoping that he doesn't win. Uh, who was it? John Oliver released that video that is hilarious and factual and interesting. Uh, the Make Donald Trump Again video, because I guess his you know former heritage <laughs> name was Drumpf, not Trump. Uh, and so it's all kind of coming to a head, and it looks as if, unless there's a huge shift, it looks like Donald Trump's going to be the nominee for the Republican Party. I reserve every comment. I reserve my comments. You hold them back? I'm holding No them back. comment from Danae? I'm afraid for our country. Yeah, I think I, I, think I said in, in something I posted recently, at, at best, he seems unstable. At worst, he does seem dangerous. And this whole thing with the like the you know the leader of the KKK and him saying uh, you know I don't know about that guy I haven't <laughs> met him yet <laughs> so yeah I think I think what I am realizing is that most people who speak publicly about supporting Trump mm-hmm. tend to say things like he says what he means right. I feel like what's happened in culture is with politics, they're smiling and they're shaking hands and they're kissing babies, doing mm-hmm. the whole thing. But we're done with that. Yeah. We just want to have Any, a real person. Yeah. Anything. In who, but, but what's interesting is we created a world where they had to have a front because if they're themselves, we kill them. That's exactly it. What a great point. So I'm kind of confused what we want. And if, <laughs> if America votes trump for president then we get what we deserve right like (laughs) right if this is what if like our system is built to where our president isn't like supreme leader you know um there are checks and balances and all Mm -hmm. that stuff but um i don't know i feel i feel very confused about what we want and i think we need to get that kind of more in in line i want to live in a world where everybody is honest and i i think that if there are some people who aren't used to living like that. So he has this like super appeal to him because he's so different and he represents this change of being like bold in what you have to say. Mm -hmm. But if you've been around people and you can just be yourself and you can be bold in what you have to say, you see through people's, um, go ahead. Junk (laughs) lies, uh, fronts Uh a lot quicker. And so they're not as trained maybe in the art of spotting the inconsistencies and, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, there's there's not a lot to to not spot here. I mean, the guy went on national television and said he wanted to kill the families of terrorists. Like, yeah, that's, that's, it's scary. It's ridiculous. And like, little, yeah, yeah, it's. Scary. I mean, that alone for me is enough to say what I said, which is at, at best he's unstable, at worst he's dangerous. Let's and, leave it. Let's leave it at that. And for just now, leave it because I don't want to go into a political but conversation by the of, again. But by the end of tonight, we will know. Uh, pre- I mean, we should know pretty pretty well. How that's all going to shake out because a lot of states vote today. So, if you guys want to move out of the country with me, <laughs> contact me. My email is Hughes at gmail.com. Here's the thing about leaving the country you usually have to travel over sharks. So, I'm just saying you may have a conflict of interest there. I need to get my passport. This reminds me. All right. What do you got? Uh, mine is Scott Kelly. Do you know who that is? No. Tell me Scott all about Scott Kelly. Scott Kelly is the uh, 
astronaut who's been in the International Space Station for like 300 and I don't think it's been a full year, 340 days. And he's, so he's coming, been hanging out in space for almost a year. He's coming home tonight. Oh, nice. So I thought that was kind of neat. And uh, NPR's article did a really good job. Uh, they talked about, you know, like what's he, what's he been doing in space, which is obviously they do a lot of studying and studies of on various, mm-hmm. you know, things that could only space happen in space. Things. Space things. Mm-hmm. But he's taken a lot of photos while he was up there. And so they released some of the photos he's taken, which is nice. That's cool. But. More interesting to me. My year in space. I believe by Scott Kelly. He's a twin. I believe, if I read this correctly. So are we going to find out? Like they did some shenanigans right before he went to space, and it's actually the other his twin (laughs) that went up. He's like, you go this time. No, but I think the interesting part is the test that they're probably going to put him through with. Like, all right, so this is how your brother is, and this is how you are. You know, like to be able to compare Mm -hmm. to compare them. But he's going to have a huge adjustment, right? Like three hundred and forty days in space, then you come back to Earth. Yeah. You're going to feel so weighed down just with the gravity of the situation. Wow, Aaron. <laughs> you know, sometimes I know that I'm about to set you up, and then sometimes I'm surprised. I should just know that everything I say is a setup. So anyhow, welcome back to the planet Earth. I hope he lands safely and everything goes well. Welcome to the planet. Welcome to existence. Very nice. Switch Thank foot. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, on to me. <laughs> I would highly encourage you for my next peruse the news. Yeah. Uh, to find the video if you haven't already of Kelly Clarkson's solo on the last episode of American Idol. Uh, she guest judged with the judges' the final season of American Idol, and she sang a song at the end. It was one of the most powerful moments. We actually posted it on our Facebook page. If you I guys want a quick link, have ever seen on a reality show. It was. She she's singing about, you know, uh, a father who has left and, you know, and how yeah. her kids aren't going to have to experience the same thing. And it reminds me of Lady Gaga's performance that everybody was buzzing about because her song was about sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And so from the Oscars. Yeah. 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 So she sings that song and people are really moved because it's so raw. Kelly mm. had her moment too where she was singing this really beautiful song, but she like breaks down. Well, in, in, and in the judges break down. Everyone, everyone's just Keith tired. Urban was Pouring just tears. bawling. And it's just like, it was so real. And it's, and I think what it is for me is there are these moments when art connects to truth in such a valid and foundational way that it rocks you to your core. Like that you That's act- what happened when I saw the robot. <laughs> it's art and beautiful it's truly terrifying uh-huh. and it rocked me to the core there you go it's a perfect perfect example thank you exactly but i'd highly encourage you to check it out it's a beautiful song and the performance is well worth uh, having a cry over absolutely so, so i thought it was good what else you got facebook exec arrested in brazil because whatsapp didn't share data with police and this kind of whole whatsapp sh- is facebook whatsapp is associated with facebook i didn't even know that so they're not the same company, mm-hmm. but there's uh, this whole thing kind of going on where WhatsApp well, they must was be... told to deliver data, and I guess they didn't, and so now he's been arrested. They must be close enough if a Facebook executive is getting arrested yeah. for their stuff. Obviously, they're close enough, you know, um, they're not completely separate. It's a separate. Facebook-owned company. Okay, so Facebook owns it. It's a Facebook thing. WhatsApp is a Facebook thing. I did not realize that. Or that it's operated... You know, like how Google has oh, sure, Alphabet sure, sure, and all stuff. So no, I guess I it just kind of depends on how it's If you own it, it's yours. You right. Know? So. so there's this, that's an interesting thing to pop up in the news. This is all happening in Brazil. 
Um, so, you know, and of course, simultaneously here in the U.S., we've got Apple saying no to the FBI. So there's just these things kind of popping up where governments are demanding information mm-hmm. that is secure on apps or sites. And the companies are trying to figure out if they have where the privacy the, lines where are, where the privacy lines are, who's protected, how they're protected. So it's just something to keep in mind as you like look around in the news. There's these kind of things kind of happening. So the, the most interesting thing I heard with the Apple FBI thing was the idea that the phone actually belongs to the government now. It doesn't belong to this terrorist who's gone. Oh, it actually belongs. It's their phone. So there's an interesting juxtaposition. Of, yeah, but they don't have the data on the phone. They have the phone itself, right? Right. So, so it's, it's the like, physical like, object, if, but if not I, what's in if it. I, if I took your phone, and, or you signed your phone over to me, but you didn't yes. tell me how to get into your phone, and right. I wanted to use it, I would go reset it. Right. Yes. So As well, you should. <laughs> <laughs> but I am also not a terrorist. As I, yeah. Yeah. So there's that, that aspect as well. Terrorists don't have rights. That's not true. Well, that's what Sometimes we're saying, Sometimes it seems though, that right? way. That's what we're saying, though, right? Like that's you what have... some people are saying. All right. I think there's a difference between <laughs> rights of privacy and rights of humanity, too. So, I, listen, it is certainly going to be a very tricky thing the more technology becomes a part of our lives. It's hard to imagine tech being more a part of our lives than it is already, but it's going to happen. Implants. We're all going to get implants. <laughs> Didn't I say that on the show once? Yeah. My quotes are out of this world off they're just off they're wonderful they're embarrassing Danae's out of context quote of the day <laughs> remind me to flash you later uh whoever's keeping track of these i think bdg is keeping track yeah, of all there of should them. be a blog somewhere oh, stuff man. Danae says <laughs> great yes yes your turn all right uh for my uh final peruse of the news uh, did you see that they are introducing surge pricing at Disneyland? What's surge pricing? The price of a ticket to Disneyland is going to change to a million dollars depending on the time of the year. Okay. So when tickets are more popular, they will be more expensive. Well, that makes complete sense to me. Okay. I I mean, I kind of agree, but shouldn't something be valued the same? I mean, if it's a ticket to Disney World, Listen, I want to I want to go when it's a heavy season and I want to pay the same price. That that I understand too. Oh father of four. So, uh tickets during the regular season are going to every ticket is going up by the way. Right now they're 105. I think they're going up to 110 for a day. $110 to spend a day at Disney World. Did you know that? Did you know it was that expensive? Do you think it's worth it? No, it's not. Okay. Um, I, easily, I can answer that. It's huge property. For, but, There's but a I've lot been, to do. But I've been there many times. For somebody who's never been there, maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, 124 is what it's going up to on peak days. Okay. So $15 more per ticket per day. Hmm. When how you're much, in the, on, a, how much on like a low day, though? Uh, let's see. I think 110 is the average low day would be 97 is what it says. Oh no! Those are the other. Those Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom are ninety-seven, one hundred two, and one hundred fourteen. So, and the one in California are ninety-five, one hundred five, and one hundred nineteen. I think the hard thing is going to be for families who are trying to plan vacations because you have certain times where school lets you out. Yeah. And now those are going to be the higher price times because you know you've got spring break, for example. So if you wanted to save money, you'd have to try to plan with the school to take mm-hmm. time off. Yeah. Of school and work and all that stuff. Yep. 
This is why yep. having dogs makes life way easy. <laughs> you can take. Oh, wait, do you have to pay for dogs to go into Disney World? Are dogs allowed to go in? They have to I service don't think animals. So. Service, service animals, animals have sure. to be able sure, to go sure, in. Sure, 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 sure. And they don't cost anything. That would no, be that would no, be bad. No. That would be bad PR. Yeah. <laughs> you can bring in your service animal, but it's going to cost you a hundred dollars for them to enjoy the day at Disney World. Uh, no, thank you. Speaking of um, technology advancing, the future of wearables are implants. Ooh, yes. Implant wearables. This stuff scares me. I love it. Uh, because I can't wait. I'm so in excited. The, in the AG church that I grew up in. That would be Assemblies of God for the uninitiated. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uninitiated. That sounds so creepish. Why? It's like a cult, man. No, no, no. Is You said that, not me. It's You said uninitiated but that just means somebody who hasn't been you know made aware of something they are uninitiated oh i see to that idea says the nazarene <laughs> <laughs> anyway i grew up in an say, my denomination sounds the most like a cult <laughs> the nazarene there, there are there are some pretty interesting groups of believers all across the board whether christian or non but anyway that's not the point the point is that when i grew up in church in the ag realm uh-huh. at least i remember being told about the whole mark of the beast and that it's going to be. It just sounded like you broke into a an England, a New England accent there. Really? The mock of the beast. The mock of the beast. <laughs> the mock of the beast. I didn't mean to. That's, That's where fun. the beast makes fun of you. The mock of the beast. It's because I was watching Mob Wives last night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this show is awful and terrible. And I'll have to pray for forgiveness for it later. Anyhow, implants and putting things in your skin or whatever, right. like yeah, the yeah. whole scanning your wrist or whatever, like this. Yeah. Like genuinely forehead in the back of the hand yeah every yeah. every everywhere anywhere that things are going to go and then they're going to explode later or something i don't remember yeah. it's weird because and when then jesus will never love you anymore no like immediately you're off the list <laughs> you're off the list for a lot of things if i like growing up inside the church that was one of the reasons i didn't i stopped going to church because it was terrifying yeah uh but this was one of them you know so here we are in this age of Implanting rice-sized implants into our body so that we can get into nightclubs and scan our wrists for is that why we paying do for it? credit cards. This so is, we can get into well, nightclubs. Well, that's one of the things. Right, yeah, you know, yeah. One of the ways that you can use these wearable tech things. And I'm like... Wearable tech or implantable tech? Implantable tech. Yeah. Wearable and implantable. I... This this whole article uh, by readwrite.com has a list of implantable tech. A lot of it is for... Uh, helping with medical stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not the vein stuff. No, it makes sense because it, instead of having to wear a bracelet or something like that, like my son who has a type 1 diabetes, it's very mm-hmm. important that if he were ever to be in an accident or something like that, that they know that because that's going to affect, you know. Well, they're working on reversing paralysis right now yeah. with like brain implants, deep brain uh, pulsing that can, um, it's pla- implanted internally to control something externally. So they have like the exoskeleton suits. It's like totally Ice. crazy sci-fi Amazing. that they're really like working on. Uh-huh. So I, I continue to be, you know, terrified. Leary. Yeah, yeah, and then also excited because there's people who are going to be seeing and walking for the first time in a long time or whatever because technology is so advanced. There's a bionic eye. There's so cool. uh, There's all there's all kinds of you know things that are just like coming out with this you know tech and medical world. I love the idea. Like you think of like a bionic eye, right? And you think of the fact that that's going to be amazing for someone who is blind, Mm -hmm. uh, who can see. Literally giving sight to the blind if they figure out how to connect, you know, these things to the brain in a way that allows sight to be interpreted, right? Then you think of the next step of that, which is 
not only are the blind going to use them, but sighted people will replace their eyes so they can see better. Like and that's what you LASIK. say you would do. Absolutely. If the money nuts. wasn't an issue, I think you're nuts. Absolutely, I would do that. You're nuts to see four times as far and four times as clearly. And then when Jesus comes back, he says, "No, Aaron. You <laughs> no. You chose. You the are mark part of the beast. robot. <laughs> My warnings are clear. Revelation no is eyes. this crystal clear no black and white text eyes. about rules." Man, it is not some sort of apocryphal metaphorical text. No, no, no. It's, it's a very textbook specific. of rules. It's very specific. Uh, I'll be sad on that day. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had listened to Danae. Uh, I wish I had listened I'm, to Danae. I wish everybody listened to me. Well, that was fun. That was a nice little round of peruse the news. Peruse the news. Is that how it goes? I think so. Let's talk a little about Patreon. We could use some money. <laughs> you know what was really cool? Going to Nashville, talking to all these people that about our show, and they would be like, so how does it work? How do you guys, you know, do your live radio show, do the podcasting thing? What, how does, how your, does this, how whole this whole thing podio work? show thing work? No, Aaron, it's half not podcast, a podio. podcast, half radio. It's a how does the podio show work? <sighs> they would ask us that. Hey, yeah. Aaron, and today, how does your podio show work? I don't have any friends in the industry anymore because I would just... <laughs> Swap them, kick them under the table. Yeah, continue. Sorry. No, no, no. You go ahead, Mister so Patio. <laughs> it was fun to talk to them about that because we got the chance to say it's fan, fan funded. funded. It actually happens because people support it at a dollar a month, three dollars a month, ten dollars a month, or mm-hmm. more. Your guys' support every month is what helps us to do our streaming costs, the cost for some of the equipment that we use. Uh, there's a lot of things that kind of go into creating this show out of our very own bunker and our independent studio, and you make it possible. So thank you guys so much for supporting the Shoot the Dough Podcast Network. Specifically, we do three live shows every week, unless we're traveling. <laughs> uh, Shoot the Dough on Tuesdays. We do a live show on Wednesdays, which is with live music called The New Music Digest. Mm-hmm. And then on Fridays, we do Sift Pop, which is our pop culture podcast. All of those available later in your podcast feed. NMD, SP, and Shoe the Dough. Because we, we don't say... We don't do the initials for nope. Shoe the Dough. Doesn't work. I mean, it works. When Jesus comes back, we, <laughs> we, gotta, want, we, we still want to be, be invited. Side. That's, That's right. right. We still want to be invited. <laughs> so if you would like to support us and help us to keep going, we've got all of our goals posted at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Aaron and Danae. All right. On to the segment for the podcast today. We're going to do a little bit of headline hoarder. I have a hard time. We go through so many articles every week for the show. Every day, really. I look through news and feeds from all different kinds, hundreds of different websites. And sometimes I'll save them and I'll stick them off to the side because I think they're interesting. And they just sit there. And they sit there and because if it I can't let them you, go. If it weren't for <laughs> you and your support of this fine oh podcast network, we would never hear amazing headlines that we're about to hear. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do was that we're, pre- we're prepping for the Headline Hoarder uh, podcast mm-hmm. is to try to go back as far as I possibly can and see what I saved. What, so what's the so furthest like, back that you've saved? Well, I don't know. I can't. Oh, okay. I can't, you can't. You literally can't see. I can't scroll back that far. <laughs> I always either get bored or my wrist hurts or it's time to do the show, you know? Um, Let's be honest. You just get distracted. Something else no. happens and you just you're like scrolling is done now. Scrolling is no longer a part of my life. I've been using my RSS Feedly? Saver. Feedly, yeah. 
mm-hmm. for what two years now? Yeah. So since Google two, Reader went down. So two years worth of me saving. Wow. So you can imagine how far back it goes. So how far back did you get? Like well, did you want to go? One of the ones that I went back to was from mid January, which doesn't seem like it's too far back. Uh hack a Teddy Ruxpin to say everything you type or tweet. Okay. Which So I you think went back sounds... to the eighties. That is a long way back. <laughs> wow. Did you have a Teddy Ruxpin? I did. Yeah? I did. Did you find it terrifying? Uh no. No, no. I loved it. In the same way that I maybe that's why I'm so on board with, you know, physical implants of, you know, devices is because like Teddy Ruxpin. I want to be Teddy Ruxpin. It's like a I had a Furby. Uh-huh. Those things were terrifying. Furbies but were Teddy little, Ruxpin was Furbies awesome. were creepier because of their looks. Like the way Furbies were oh, designed no. were creepy. Teddy Ruxpin was just like a teddy bear. But it's but it they had a weird voice though. Like a really strange voice. And yeah, they but learned was, language. What? Furbies did? Furbies learned language. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was ultimately scary. Mm-hmm. My t- Furby, which is not Teddy Ruxpin, I apologize for the little bunny show. My Furby had a electric problem. It would short circuit. Okay. And so it's uh, it, like the whole thing would like twitch a little bit <laughs> and it would smell like, like like burning wires. Yeah. 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 In one day it started going crazy and it was up on the shelf. It was nighttime. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course this happens at nighttime. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> it's nighttime. I know why you fear I, technology <laughs> now. I totally get it. I know what is all that robot thing is about. <laughs> I totally get it. It all comes back to Furby. I look up at the shelf and it's like, <laughs> twitch, like, twitch. Yeah, smoke, and then it went, smell. <laughs> it died like Pac Man? Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> it, was it was so scary and it smelled and it never started up again. I tried to open up the back and it was all burned. I wow. could have started a fire, a Furby fire. That's amazing. It is amazing. But anyhow, apparently now you can hack a Teddy Ruxpin if you have one. First of all, you have to have kept it. Right. How many people do you think kept their Teddy Ruxpins? Wouldn't it just be easier just to buy one of many voice-controlled items that you can type into and have them say whatever you want than to hack a Teddy Ruxpin? I don't know. Like, are you really that desperate to make it come from the mouth of a bear from the 80s? Like, what People is have the... time on their hands. And if you know how to hack something. Yes. Those are called watches. All right, what else you got? Uh, Google plans to beam 5G internet from solar drones. Yeah, tell me about this. This, I've heard about this. Okay, so I brought this up before. I think this is fascinating. It's called Project Skybender. Skybender. Which sounds like That doesn't sound like it's going to turn on us or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Like, there's a lot of places around the world, but even, you know, in the U.S., no internet access or whatever. But one of the things about Google is they're really trying to find ways that they can bring internet access to yeah. just remote areas. It's helpful with education, connect, all this stuff. Connect every person worldwide to the internet so when our robot overlords take mm-hmm. over, mm-hmm. they'll have access to all of us. That's right. That's right. So what they're doing is they've created this drone. They've covered it in solar panels and they plan to beam 5G from the drone itself. So this is actually a part of Interstellar. Do you remember Interstellar at the beginning where the drone comes down and Matthew McConaughey, they're out chasing the drone. It's the very first scene in the movie. And they're chasing this drone to uh, take parts from it when it crashes. And he like hijacks the steering of it. Oh, yeah. It's solar powered. It's it's all solar covered. And it makes a lot of sense for a drone 
to be able to recharge itself with the sun because it can get up above the clouds. It can do what it needs to do. It can hide from us so we can't shoot it down. All those kind of things. So I just I thought that was interesting because it makes a lot of sense because then it's it's kind of this self-sustaining thing. Just like an interstellar, it's like, well, how's that thing still around? Because it's self-sustaining and just get its own energy from the sun and then just do what it does. That's amazing. So I think that's pretty cool. I like that idea. Yeah. Although, again, it's technology. And- Can we talk for a second about the phrase 5G? Like what that even means? It means more G, Aaron. It's one more G than it's 4G. One more G. But yeah. what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. Like, is it just fifth generation? Or does it actually mean like a unit of speed for internet? You're going to have to ask Google because it's not specified, but I'm assuming it's about the speed All right, hold on a second. Internet. I'm going to ask Google. Oh, goodness. Yeah, you really are right now, I really aren't am going to ask Google. All right. Okay, Google. Okay, Google. <laughs> hey, Google. <laughs> I said okay. Oh, it's plugged into my Google thing, fail. So it won't do it. <laughs> I tried to go back as far as I could. I only got to October. <laughs> I have to go back to the top. 90s kids rejoice. Nickelodeon's Legend of the Hidden Temple is coming back. What? Sort of. Okay, you're going to have to explain the sort of, but first, seriously, those Nickelodeon game shows those were, were so amazing. the best. I loved them. Double Dare yes. was the best game show ever. It was amazing. There was nothing quite as awesome as watching somebody like go in this li- massive head thing this nose or whatever and have it, to dig up in it you're it like, appealed Ew! to every part of my little child brain <laughs> like the make a mess part right the you know solve, solve a, puzzle. a puzzle part parents are there the athletic part <laughs> you're not you're not all by yourself your <laughs> yes. mom and dad are there cheering you <laughs> the, i don't want to be abandoned parts <laughs> yeah i loved man i love those shows. splat what? was it splat yeah splat was another i think splat was another well no splat was the little wasn't splat the little slap it thingy play-doh type stuff that i don't know was like the stuff that comes in those flarp containers now we all know what Flarp is. Flarp? I don't know what Flarp is. Flarp is the little plastic container with some of that like gel stuff in it, and you just push your fingers in it, and it but, makes gas noises. That's oh, what Flarp oh, is. Oh, oh, oh. Legends of the Hidden Temple, to go back to that, yeah. was one of my favorites, though, because it had like that multiple-leveled like game where you could see them going in the side, right. like, a, like an ant colony kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. And then they're climbing like through. Like a cross-section. Yeah. And they're climbing through all these crazy obstacles, and they've got the... It was the, awesome. the pieces of the idol that they were supposed oh, it was to get. Awesome. You felt like if you were there, you would be part of a video game. Yes. Like you were part of a pinball machine or a video game or something like that. It was, yeah, fun stuff. So now get to the sort of part. Well, why sort of? Um, it's not fully developed yet. <laughs> uh, there's more to come. It's like it's in the works. I hate this. I this know. is one of my least favorite things about our news culture. Can I tell you this? This is annoying to me because we know about things years before they happen. Yeah. And it's not time to know about them yet. Yeah. I don't need to know about this yet. Uh, well, that, when it exists this, is when I need to know this about This segment it. is not for you. This segment <laughs> is for me so I can clear out my feedly feeds. So apologize. I'm just saying, I feel the same about movies. One of my favorite things this year was that they sprung uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane on us two months or three months oh, before yeah. it comes out. I have no idea what that means. I okay. want them, here's my idea. Tell me what you think about this idea. Do you mean write it down? No, we'll have, have it, we'll have it on audio here. We can, researchers in the future will be able to come back to this moment okay. and be like, here's right. where the idea sprung. Cool. We got this. A movie studio whose entire 
um, model model is to show nothing of the movie until it opens. So any previews they do, any marketing they do, is all based on maybe who's in the movie, based on somebody saying, okay, this is the type of movie it is, but they do not show a single clip or frame a film from the movie except if you go see it in any marketing, any promotion whatsoever. I think it sounds fantastic. I think they. But I, think I wonder people how, would love this company. I, and you're going to do it. I think it would be amazing. Guys, we're starting up a new Patreon. We're going to need your help. <laughs> Kickstarter. It's going to take a lot of money. We're, we're going to create a, a movie studio. studio so we're thinking thing. about $5 billion. Here's the thing, Aaron. They have to be good movies. But they don't. I mean, you want them to. <laughs> a great business model <laughs> no you want them to but here's the thing not every movie is a great movie right but the idea is the audience becomes this central figure right in the marketing period so big opening weekends like movies already have anyway and then the audience gets to be the one who determines you know how to spoil it who gets spoiled those kind of things and here's what's nice somebody telling you a spoiler is completely different and less impactful than actually seeing it in a trailer i continue to believe that trailers are the, the worst biggest thing ever. spoilers of movies ever in the biggest way. I hate them. Yeah, and unless there, there's a few examples where they don't show clips from the movie. They create like a tra- they create a trailer. Those are usually teases. Yeah, and then they'll have another trailer that follows it up. You uh, know, and yeah. it's just like I want. I, te- I like the te- the tease ones. I like the idea of in in like once or twice a year, this movie company will release something with zero marketing whatsoever. You don't know anything about it until you sit your butt in the seat. How cool is that? I love that idea. Except for that maybe you do want to know a few things. I know most people do. I'm just saying, that's why I'm saying once you, or twice a year. You want them to, you want to have like a complete, like. You'll know the rating. You don't, you know the rating. You'll know the rating. But you don't but know if you're it. going in for a love movie. Yep. Action film. Yep. Or whatever. Just the rating and why it's rated that. So if it's rated R for gruesome, whatever, you can think, okay, maybe it's a horror movie. If it's rated PG. No, I don't like that. Because there's some R movies that I love. Well, then you'll have to wait for the R ones for, you know, word of mouth or whatever. Like I'm saying, only once or twice a year. I can't believe that I'm giving this mental attention. Back to my feeds. It's brilliant. It is I'm brilliant. Telling you. I'm excited for you to, to develop all of this and get the back. The we need a name. We need investors. a name for the studio. No, the, no studio. <laughs> no, no studio. <laughs> that was the first The latest popped. movie from no, no studio. Because <laughs> it's like a no, no. It's like, no, no, no. Right, right, no, right. No, we don't do that. Okay. That's the best we got so far. It's, it's the, the only, only suggestion. It's the only suggestion. Uh, ooh, blind date movies. But what about the single people? Because no, no, no. But oh, it's blind like, date. Like, yeah, you don't like, even know when it's going to release. Well, you'd have to know when it's released. But that's a good idea. That came from the chat, by the way. That was BDG. BDG. Yeah. Macaw eats again thanks to world's first three D printed titanium beak. Wow. Why would we give any bird a titanium tool <laughs> We're just of destruction? setting ourselves up. This is a bad idea. Printed that bird's going to go have titanium babies. Printed It's going to get into his Great. genetic code. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying who wants to be pecked with a titanium beak? Not that, you know, normal beak material is any better. <laughs> this is unbreakable, though. Yeah. It's titanium. I don't know. Are we all singing the song in our head right now? Uh, I am. Of course we are. Okay, moving on. Cat endures an eight-mile ride stuck in a car bumper. Walks wow. away like it's no big deal. These stories. I usually hear about snakes. This is in my animal section. Snakes and engines. Here's another one in my animal section. Runaway unicorn 
leads police on a four-hour chase. Um, Danae, unicorns aren't real. <laughs> what is going on? It was a pony dressed up as a mythical spiral-horned beast <laughs> and it escaped from a photo shoot and evaded capture for four hours. <laughs> There's a real. There was a unicorn on the loose. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just like you're sitting in traffic and this <laughs> unicorn drives by. I mean, clops by. Uh huh. I mean, runs by. Sewage truck carrying porta potties rolls over. You. We are in the speed round. I love. By this. the way, of headline hoarder. You stop me if you want me to keep what, going. What was that one again? Sewage truck carrying porta potties rolls over. Nope. You nope, want, I don't want to know any. One? I don't know want. I want to know any more about that mess. There was a sewage truck you see, and it was, <laughs> it was hauling porta potties, and it rolled over. Full ones, today? Were yeah. they full? Well, there was barrels involved. Yeah. It was a mess. Yeah, it was a mess. Mm-hmm. So many, so many puns that I would never okay, use. But this is this is what I was like. Oh, this is gonna be great. This will be great. Aaron can come up with as many poo puns as he wants. <laughs> but no, nope. you're going. You're nope. you're skipping it. Yep. This is an app that's being developed to ask for raises for you. Nice. And I was like, wait, when as a boss, do you think it's like you get like a push notification that somebody wants a raise and you're like, <laughs> respond. No, wait, yes. You, you respond. Yes. Box. No box. Like, <laughs> Do you have to install it on your boss's phone? Oh, no. Like, it's an email add on. So it automatically sends an email to your boss when it thinks it's time for you to have a raise. I, uh, this is the concept. I will say this. I've heard this many times, and now that I'm in the you know wonderful world of quote unquote self employment, mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have this anymore. But I have heard that people do not realize how much more they could be getting paid because they never ask. That is, I think, what they're trying to do on this is they're not necessarily trying to remove the conversation from human to human interaction, mm-hmm. but they're trying to create the conversation. Yeah, that somebody's not they're afraid to do themselves. It's for most people, I think it's very intimidating to ask for a raise. Yeah. You think because first of all, you know yourself and we're all messed up human beings and we're all like we, you know, we're we all feel like we're, you know, already getting more than we probably deserve knowing ourselves. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. But at the same time, <laughs> you go in and it's like, hey, I want to get paid more. There's just something that feels narcissistic, arrogant, you know, all those things we're trained not to be mm-hmm. about it. But it really shouldn't be about that. No, you should you should try to achieve your perception of what your value is for company. And I think that they're trying to create that conversation, which I think is interesting. But at the same time, how does an app function that way? Does it like m- map your work ethic somehow mm-hmm. based on an algorithm of everybody else's work, e- work ethic and then try to say, yeah, you're not making as much money. Like, there's I'm just, guessing that's it, just weird. I'm guessing it it aggregates data about what you do and what that's usually worth through various data sources <laughs> and then takes the difference mm-hmm. if you're making less than that and then creates some sort of, you know, plan for a structured... Like a friend that would be like, go ahead, go on, buddy. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ask. Just yeah. go ask. Like it just it just actually nags at you until you ask for a raise. Yes, that's all it is. <laughs> That'd be it's hilarious. Actually, basically the same as every diet app. It just <laughs> nags you. <laughs> Boy's first vending machine experience ends in a six-hour nightmare. No. So this poor kid had to be um, rescued because he got stuck in the vending machine. Why did he? Why was he in the vending machine? Um. He he reached in 
yeah. to the vending machine and got stuck. So it was just his arm. He saw Oreos. He didn't climb it. This Right. This is in okay. Australia. His father was quoted as saying, he saw the Oreos. He saw some biscuits. He saw a few other things. <laughs> end quote. <laughs> like that's all the explanation needed for this small boy who was like, he just saw really delicious things. And he stuck his arm in and it was an anti-theft mechanism. Oh, no. That kicked in. That, and it that locked, chopped his arm off. <laughs> it locked his arm into place. Wow. So you're like, you're arm locked in a like, like one of those tiny finger it. torture things where you just can't pull it back out i'm i'm guessing so like this child is gonna be scarred for life <laughs> can you imagine being like really little and you're just doing your thing and yeah. then like a machine eats your arm it's another machine yeah. thing yeah you'd be scared of robots for the rest forever. of your for the rest of your life uh can we talk for a second just about how they call cookies biscuits yeah in other countries yeah because a biscuit to me is a fluffy you know, goes great breakfast with gravy. food. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. put it with gravy. But no, biscuits are cookies. That's crazy. I love that. Yeah. You got to give me some Oreo biscuits. Mm, some Oreo chocolate chip biscuits. biscuits. Oatmeal raisin biscuits are my favorite. Google's driverless car hit a bus in California. Did it? How do you feel about that, Aaron? I feel like it was the bus's fault. <laughs> <laughs> it had you... to be. <laughs> Alphabet Inc.'s Google said on Monday it bears, quote, some responsibility. Yeah. After one of its self-driving cars struck a municipal bus in a minor crash. Hey, guys. One driverless car hit one bus. Let's check the data on how many human accidents have happened in that time. (laughs) Shall we? (laughs) Look, it is going to get harder and harder to argue that driverless cars aren't the way to go. It is going to save so many lives. It is going to change economics. It is going to be a huge huge revolution people have no idea how much this is going to change our world and it's it's going to be amazing i'm cannot wait cannot wait for driverless vehicles the vehicle and the test driver quote believed the bus would slow or allow the google vehicle to continue but three seconds later as the google car uh in is it autonomous mode right Mm -hmm. recentered the center of the lane and it struck the side of the bus causing damage to the left front fender front wheel the driver's side sensor. Oh, the presses. No one was injured. It was a fender bender with no injuries. Two miles per hour. That's dangerous. By the way, <laughs> if the bus was autonomous, it never would have happened. I'm just telling you. I just wanted to let you know that I came across this article and I'm really hoping that this doesn't ruin anything. Because you're right. You're right. This is one little teeny tiny incident. And it's, and it's, and it's happening and it's going to be amazing. I read an article about the economic impact that was really interesting of of going to driverless vehicles vehicles. because municipalities depend so much on speeding tickets it's going to change the entire way the police system makes money they'll ticket you they'll find a way (laughs) well what they said was the longer you wait to go driverless the more susceptible you as a human driver are going to be to tickets, to more expensive fees for driver's license, to all these things. Because they're going to have to recoup somehow. Because they're going to have to recoup it somehow. So get on board quickly with the driverless car thing because uh, you'll end up paying for it for driving your own vehicle. I feel like this show has been at large about robots <laughs> and like mecha tech. Just as long as, as, long as Danae's driverless vehicle doesn't transform <laughs> into a robot you should be okay or speak to you like a robot you should be fine right i hope so i don't know that i'll ever have one 
Maybe a, dri- I will. a driverless car? Yeah. yeah. Of course you will. How would you not? <laughs> You're going to be the only person <laughs> yeah. in, in 20 years yeah. hanging onto your steering wheel. I'll be the angry old woman. <laughs> I actually have a gun in the back just in case one of them turns into like a sentient no, being. No. You're, You're going to be fine just driving <laughs> along. It's going to be all the people in the driverless cars around you like, what is this car doing? Ruining our ability to get where I'll we're going. I'll just keep swerving. Just, just keep swerving in front of the driverless cars. Everybody will get out of my way. It'll be amazing. <laughs> oh, that is so true. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm excited for that day. I know Very you excited. are. Was that it? I, I have, as you know, Do you feel like you've cleared more. enough headlines out of your stash mm-hmm. that you're going to be okay for a little bit? That's why we do Headline Hoarder. <laughs> Because you they they yeah. bun they bunch up on you. Yeah, I think all I'm, these things. I think I'm gonna be okay. The the ones that I didn't give to are about let's see. Um Kittle. Kittle.com or Kittle is a visual search engine for kids. Okay. I didn't go with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh Good Guy Paramore. There's a video of Paramore the band. Uh-huh. They let their fan jump up and sing with them. And the fan got really excited and jumped off of the speaker and promptly and like fell backwards. And so the lead singer just jumped down and like laid with her. And then the two guitarists came down, laid down too. And they're all laying down together on stage. Can we go with laid down next to her? What did Instead I... of jump down and laid with her? That's just, that's just a little. <laughs> King James version, man. What? What? I'm just saying. That is... Lady Gaga you just did a Jesus. song on this. Okay. Yeah. This is not okay. Oh, All it. of these things. T-Rex think... rides a horse kicking a soccer ball. Wow. So many great headlines. This is everything wonderful about the internet, Aaron. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Danae, for combing no, through thank you. your headlines. I appreciate these opportunities to just we appre- throw randomness at you. We appreciate your ability to collect <laughs> the surreal and present it before us in the form of headlines. It means a lot to us. I'm just glad the show is back. We missed yeah, you guys being live. We last absolutely week. did. But we did hope that you enjoyed last week's uh, episode that went straight to your feed. If you haven't had a chance to listen, head back and listen to it. Check it out. It's good stuff. We uh, had a great conversation with a friend about what it means to be an artist. Subscribe to Shoe the Dough to check that out. Thanks so much for Shoeing the Dough with us today. Shoe the Dough is part of the Shoe the Dough Podcast Network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Shoe the Dough. That's M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Shoe the Dough. And find out more about Aaron and Danae at AaronandDanae.com. Huge thanks to Brandon woo-hoo, for doing today's intro. Dang, you're supposed to clap with me. Yeah. Woo-hoo. For doing today's intro, as well as Chris Tilly <laughs> for composing the intro Yay. music. <laughs> Is that your Kristen Wiig impersonation? You oh. sound just like her target lady. I don't even know who you're talking about. Really? From Saturday Night Live? I am my own person. Thank you. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the Shoe the Dough Network possible. Support starts at a buck a month. Comes with some fun perks. You can find out more info at patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. Also, if you know of a podcast or have a podcast idea that you'd like to see on the network, let us know. All feedback is welcome at Aaron and Danae at gmail.com. You ready to get started? I think so. Let's do the show, man. No. No, no, no. Let's sh- move the show, Dan. Move the show, Dan. <laughs> okay. I was, I was trying to. No, no, no. I was trying that was to. a nice try. I was trying <laughs> to mix it all up.
<laughs> Except for show, stay the same. I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> Move the doshan. Something like that. Who knows? Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.